We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. Literally, when you have the right dick type, you lose your mind because it's hitting, it just feels better, a lot better. First thing I notice straight away is he is definitely a lot old. That was a that was a younger picture. Gosh, it could have even been his younger brother. I mean, seriously, like I'm like that. Just you don't look like that anymore. This looks like you look like a gargoyle. I mean, like gargoyle toes. This is bad. I, I mean, I felt like if this guy, if I was in bed with this guy and he cut me with those toes, I would have to get a tetanus shot. Especially on the height thing. Oh my gosh. Just got it a couple times today when I opened my inbox. What does it matter how tall I am if we're just going to be fucking all night? That's, that's what this one guy said. I'm like, no, we're not going to be fucking all night because I'm going to be fucking tall, guys. You are two inches shorter than me. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. This is going to be a funny little episode. Okay, but before we get into what I want to talk about today, I want to know, did you guys hear my interview with porn star Eric Everhard? That was episode 243, my first time with a porn star. Let me just tell you, honestly, probably my favorite interview and we're not done. So I'm super excited. We have, we're going to have a three-part series once a month. So we still have two more to go. I learned so much from him. His, well, first of all, he's been with over 5,000 women, right? So how could he not be just this amazing wealth of knowledge? And truly he is. My biggest takeaway from that episode was, well, I had a lot of, I had a lot of zingers in there. There was a lot of, I guess, light bulb moments. The one thing that I cannot forget and that has made, he's made sense of my world after stating this fact, he's saying that certain pussies feel better to him. And he knows the type of pussy that feels best to him, the texture. And some women like, it's that pussy type. Well, it made me realize there's a dick type. I'm not kidding. There is a dick type. And this is why certain guys with certain types of dicks drive me crazy. The sex with them is amazing. And I'll tell them it's amazing. They're like, I don't know. What am I doing? Why is it so good? I'm like, I I mean, I can point out certain things, but literally when you have the right dick type, you lose your mind because it's hitting, it just feels better, a lot better, amazingly better. Like 
I don't have to masturbate on your dick as much. Like you're actually fucking me and making me come rather than me kind of sharing the workload with you. Quite frankly, I think the guys should do the fucking and <laughs> women should be fucked. Eric and I get into this. He talks about this, but there's just a certain style of dick. I know exactly what it is when I see it. And I'm like, mm-hmm, that's going to feel really, really good to me. I know this. And then when he said it, it really clicked. Like, oh my gosh, yes, that was the missing puzzle piece right there. It's a certain style of dick that feels really, really good. Anyway, that's just, like I said, guys, one one little thing that we cover. It's amazing content. You got it. If you haven't listened to it, do yourself a favor. You're going to love this guy. He's calm, assertive, confident. Like, there's no, you know, he's not pretentious. I literally could sit, there's something about him. I could sit and just listen to him talk and espouse all of his wisdom for as much as he wanted to put out there. And I can't wait for the rest of the interviews because I have this long list of questions that I've been, now I'm accumulating, that I want to ask him. By the way, guys, if you have any questions for Eric, don't be shy. Just send them in to me and I'll make sure I include those in one of our next two interviews. Don't wait, get them to me because if you do it at the last minute, I won't be able to get it in there. But if you listen to it and you want to, there's something you want to know, doesn't matter how crazy it is. It could just be totally about his experience, his it could be crazy questions or actually like legitimate, well thought out questions. Doesn't matter. There's no question off limits is basically it. This guy will answer anything and he's going to do it honestly and make it with and eloquently. And I just really, really enjoyed my time with him and I can't wait to interview him some more. Okay. Now let's get into the meat and potatoes. Oh wait, before we get into the meat and potatoes, I wanted to say thank you to a new listener I have who just left me a new review on iTunes. And it says, brand new female listener. So this is my first episode ever. I chose the December 28th, 2021, Why You Ask, because it's titled My Dirtiest Episodes. So far, I'm loving you. Love your spin on life and adventurous attitudes for many reasons. Keep them coming, lady. And thank you so much. She gave me a five-star review. I love that, guys. If you have time and you could go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review with comments, I would be so, so grateful. And I just might read it out on the air. I won't read anybody's handle but I will read your lovely, lovely comment. So thank you to my new female listener. Yay. So happy I'm getting female listenership is up. I love it. I'm actually about 50-50 now. Can't even believe it. It used to be like 35% women. And I was like, where are the ladies? I need the ladies. This is perfect. I love a perfect blend. I'm so excited. Okay. And I think it's a good sign for my first, so that I can finally have my year of the threesome. <laughs> Maybe that's what was blocking me this whole time, guys. Just not enough female energy coming through. Well, I'm telling you, I'm loving it. Okay, now, now we'll get into the meat and potatoes. Okay, so it's a new year, right? I'm out there doing my thing, trying to get my, uh, just get my process fired up. You guys know about my process. Meet people, qualify them, go do a meet and greet. And then if it's a go from there, move it along to a date that culminates in some sort of sexual activity. Well, 
so I'm excited. I'm like, okay, I meet this guy and I'm, we're chatting and it all sounds good. Pictures look good. Now I will say this, I skipped a vital step. I did not do, I talked to him on the phone, but I didn't do, that's not true. I didn't really skip a vital step. I talked to him on the phone, but I really have sort of, I'm starting to figure out that really what I should do more of like is a Zoom type of FaceTime call so I can actually see somebody. And he has a nice profile and his pictures make him look very handsome. And because he's about 10 years older than me, which is for me, I mean, that's about, that's my upper limit, but he looked very handsome and was 6'2", like I like. And that's my kind of my minimum. You gotta be 6'2" or taller preferably, but you know, 6'2 is a good height to start with. And so we chat on the phone. I see the pictures and we decide we're going to meet and just grab a little lunch. So I'm excited to go and meet him. I'm really excited, by the way. I just want you to know, like when I go and meet somebody, I I do, I get excited. Like this little girl in me kind of comes out. It's like Christmas day, like, ooh. I start getting turned on. My mind starts going. It's exciting. There is something thrilling to me about the the meeting and qualifying some somebody, the flirting, talking about things, kind of getting each other turned on, mentally stimulated, physically stimulated, all that stuff. I, I like the process of it, especially when it's clicking. And I felt like I was clicking with this guy. So, and the conversation was great. Deep end, there was a, there's a deep end in his pool. He's a thinker. And I just, I got a really good vibe. So I'm like, this is going to be good. And I thought maybe the picture, that oh, maybe the picture's a little dated. He, but I thought, you know, when you, I could see where he was starting from. And I just felt like you're going to be, still be very handsome regardless. Okay. So I tell him, hey, let's go somewhere on the water. Like let's meet at a restaurant. The weather had gotten nice and I wanted to just meet on the water. I like this sunny. It's, I'm again, still consider myself a Florida newbie. Haven't been a whole lot of places. And I just like to enjoy, now that I'm on the coast, I like to really take advantage of it. And on the warm coast rather. So we go and I said, just, I don't know a lot of places. Can you, you know, suggest a restaurant? Well, the first indicator was he was a little indecisive about the restaurant. He kind of couldn't make up his mind. I just said, it's fine, just pick one. And then he kept saying, well, but we could do, go here, we could go there. I'm like, any one of them's great. Okay, but you know, sometimes they have this and then, you know, you just had all these little things. And I'm like, listen, I am not familiar with this area. Okay, this is all new to me. I'm relying on you to be the man and make the decision. I didn't say be the man and make the decision, but I just, I'm just relying on your good judgment. So trust me, whatever you pick is fine because I really don't have many points of reference. But if we're on the beach, I'll be a happy camper. So, and I think he was also concerned about, this is nice. I mean, he was kind of concerned about my dietary restrictions and things like that, what I would could and wouldn't eat. You know, I'm like, hey, don't worry about it. I, I will, when I get to the restaurant, there's always something I can order. So don't, you don't have to give that a second thought. So we get there, I get there. And first thing I notice straight away is he is definitely a lot old. That was a that was a younger picture. Gosh, it could have even been his younger brother. I mean, seriously, like I'm like that. Just you don't look like that anymore. Not at all. Not at all. And I mean, not in the same physical shape, and not the same amount of hair. Not the same. His face had more aged, and everything was more aged. Just everything, you know. And I'm like. Oh, okay. I felt, kind of felt like I was meeting, I don't know. I don't want to say, I don't want to use the word grandpa, but just getting close. Like he could have been a grandpa. 
Technically, yes, he could be a grandpa. And so I'm going, oh shit. And I hate to sit there. It's so awkward, guys, when you're sitting at the table, you're staring across somebody and you're just already knowing it's a no-go. But it did go down from there because not only were the pictures not really truthful, it was like just kind of catfishing a little bit, but he had one of my all-time pet peeves, funky feet. Those, I tell you, the feet, when I saw those, that made him look 15 years older. The Men, feet, bad feet, if you have like yellow brittle toenails and long toes that you haven't cut and they're, and your heels are dried out and cracking, I mean, this looks like, you look like a gargoyle. I mean, like gargoyle toes. This is bad. I, I mean, I felt like if this guy, if I was in bed with this guy and he cut me with those toes, I would have to get a tetanus shot. I would get tetanus for sure. I mean, it's crazy. Why do you not see those toes? And maybe that's why you're wearing flip-flops because if you the toenails have gotten long, you can't really get them in your shoes anymore. I don't know. I'm not a fan of meeting someone when they're wearing flip-flops. I don't know if I'm ready to see your feet <laughs> on the first date. No feet on the first date. That's I think that should just be a policy. It's okay for women because we take good care of our feet and they're beautiful. Ladies, if you don't take good care of your feet, this is a cautionary tale. Start doing it. Like it ages you. It looks bad. It looks wrong. It just looks unkept. Just get a self, get yourself a little pumice down. Make sure you cut your toenails and shape them a little bit and you're good to go. You know, they don't have to always have polish or whatever, but, and if they're dry, put some lotion on them. Come on, you put lotion on the rest of your body. What's, what is the deal here? You shouldn't have soles on your soles. So this is just not acceptable in my book. And so he broke that cardinal rule with the funky gargoyle feet. And then let's see, what else did he do? Oh, here's the worst part though. He 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 started, he could tell, I think, he could tell when I was looking at him that I did make a comment, you know, like, oh, you know, so I guess that picture is not current and you, know, you look a little different. And, and I was polite, but I definitely wanted him to know like, hey, you know, you don't look how you represented yourself and that might've changed my, my, whether or not I was here or not. Also, he did say he was 6'2". Guys, he was not 6'2". I had flats on and I'm 5'10". And I have relatively decent posture. <laughs> so he was probably, oh my gosh, I would say 5'11 on a good day, maybe 5'11 and a half. I mean... I'll give him, I'll say between 5'11 and six foot. And there's nothing, again, these are things that the way you look is the way you look, the way your height did, you know, all that height, weight, hair, fo- you know, follicles or no hair follicles, whatever. But don't mislead someone that's coming to meet you, believing that they're meeting an older version of you, a fitter version of you, a slimmer version of you, a younger version of you. The same goes for women. I mean, I hear that this happens to men. I hear that they get catfish. I would say it's probably more likely with... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
the world's most exciting podcast, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I'm Michael Savage, host of the Savage Nation podcast, home of borders, language, and culture. Hear my new podcast each week as I speak with top guests from around the world. Right now, we have over 700 shows in our library featuring interviews with world leaders, scientists, faith teachers, and more, including President Donald Trump, Prime Minister of Israel Ehud Barak, Edward Teller, the father of the hydrogen bomb, Jerry Falwell, and so much more conversations and commentary you cannot find anywhere else. Other guests have included Samuel Cohen, the father of the neutron bomb, Breitbart's Alex Marlowe, the great author Peter Schweitzer, Colonel Douglas McGregor. Be here or be nowhere. The Savage Nation podcast. Catch the Michael Savage podcast on all podcast platforms every Tuesday and every Friday. Women than it is men. I can definitely see women being more prone to this, to doing this. And I do hear it a lot from men. But from time to time, I catch men doing it too. And I find it annoying, to be honest with you, and a little bit offensive because you've wasted my time. And I mean, when I come to see somebody, like I said, I get excited. You know, this is exciting for me. It's fun to go out. It's fun to do this. It's fun to meet new people, especially when there's this sexual undertone and you know what everybody's kind of gunning for. And I try to put my best forward every time I meet somebody the first time, of course. And I show up looking like Layla, looking like the curious girl. I want to put my best foot forward, of course. You know, you don't necessarily need to see me in my sweatpants. At some point, if we continue to see each other, you probably will, right? But not straight out of the gate. I'm trying to give up. It's like if I showed up with without deodorant on or washed my face and just didn't put on any makeup. And there's nothing wrong with not wearing makeup, but but I like to wear a little bit of makeup. And so if I wasn't, it would denote that I was being extremely casual with you when like I just didn't care one way or the other. And I think that people like to feel when you're meeting them, even if it's for casual sex, that you have put some time and effort into this. I mean, if you're not going to, maybe go hire a sex worker because they don't care. They're paid to put up with whatever shows up. (laughs) I want to look at a guy that I know actually was excited to meet me too. And that's sexually interested in me too. And that wants to be a little bit of a peacock and look his best and strut his stuff and not show up with gargoyle toes and (laughs) two inches shorter than he said, well, minimum two inches shorter than he said, and 10 to 15 years older than the picture he sent. I mean, I understand. I understand everybody. Nobody wants to be rejected, but now you get to get rejected in person by me because I'm going to tell you. I'm going to be polite about it, but I'm going to tell you, no, I'm I'm not interested. And here's why. And here's the worst part. He listens to the show and he's a fan. And I'm like, oh my gosh, well, I'm so sorry. I'm Then maybe you missed a few episodes when I talked about these issues. I actually, I did mention to him, I said, well, I'll probably talk about this on the show. So I don't know if you want to listen anymore. That's up to you. But I do talk about, I made it clear before we even met. I let people know, hey, if we start seeing each other, 
casually or not, how in any capacity, I will talk about you. I won't say your name. I'll give you a nickname, but I like to share with my listeners the guys that I'm fucking and the fun stuff that we do and the excitement. And a lot of times then the guys come on the show and that's fun too. I mean, I just, this is the fun stuff for me. I love all this stuff. So I have to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. I will say this was bad. (laughs) I've had worse. I've definitely had worse. But I mean, the toe thing, yeah. I just, there's just, I just have this thing about men's feet being not well kept. And like I said, you don't, they don't have to look like a girl's, but just at least trim your toenails, trim those funky, yellow, brittle, breaking off witch toes. Like, oh, it's so unsightly. And just take a get a little pumice stone and just get some of that dead skin off your heel and put some lotion down there for God's sakes. Just because you're a man, you don't have to have the world's most disgusting feet. I mean, it's a hygiene thing, right? You wouldn't, you wear deodorant. I'm sure you wash your balls, right? And your butthole. Well, can we put the feet on the list too, please? Thank you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Anyway, so uh, the other thing is the last thing. Oh, he did a couple other things. That's right. He also asked too, if he could, you know, come to my house. And I'm like, no, no, you can't come to my house. It's just what I need. I actually think, honestly, I kind of think, and this is the first time this happened, so I'm I'm still kind of replaying it in my mind, but I, after talking to him and listening to him, like I really got the idea that he was kind of more of a fan. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that's what, it was the whole, it wasn't just seeing me on my, my profile. It was listening to me and really wanting to meet me and... So he tried his best to, I guess, make sure that that did happen, that we were face-to-face. I don't know what he thought then. I would think about his misrepresentation. I'm not sure. But again, if you've listened to me long enough, I'm a straight shooter. And I mean what I say when it comes to certain things. Like, I know this stuff. Like, you're not going to change my mind. I get it all the time. You know, well, why do, especially on the height thing. Oh my gosh. Just got it a couple times today when I opened my inbox. <laughs> what does it matter how tall I am if we're just going to be fucking all night? That's, that's what this one guy said. I'm like, no, we're not going to be fucking all night because I'm going to be fucking tall, guys. You are two inches shorter than me. And I have a thing about, it makes me feel feminine. It's just my thing. He's plenty of, this guy of 5'8". He's 5'8". I'm 5'10". It's not going to work. You're plenty attractive. Nothing against you. I just need certain things. It's like, call it a fetish, call it a kink, whatever you want. Men that are bigger than me make me feel feminine. And being tall, always being tall, it's the only way, it's this one way that I, a man can make me feel extremely feminine is by him being taller than me. And it's not about, it's not a weight thing. I'm not heavy. I am slim, but I just feel big. I feel like gangly, long arms, long legs everywhere. You know, I like a man that can just grab me and scoop me up and pick me up and bounce me on his dick if that's what he's feeling or just grab me by the waist and pull me up and move me and throw me across the bed. I mean, this takes a bigger guy. It's just the way it is. And when all that's going on and you're having very physical and active fucking hot sex like that. And you just know like that just makes me feel like "Mm, I'm with a man. This is a man. Oh, drives me crazy. It literally drives me crazy. So I can't do without it. 
I don't think I would be that turned on. It's just not... And I almost, it's interesting because I almost feel self-conscious, not self-conscious in bed, but a little bit. I just feel like I'm bigger than him. It doesn't fit. It's not the right fit. Bodies line up. They fit. That's why there's a, there's a right, there's the perfect dick, the dick that feels the best inside of you. And there's an external body that feels the best against mine and makes me feel turned on, totally in the moment, excited, hot, dripping, my hot dripping sluttiness all over the place. And that is a guy that's taller. It just, it is what it is. So anyway, he, I know I got off, I really got off on a tangent there because then I start seeing, when I start talking about Tomlin, now I'm getting turned on right now. I'm crossing my legs right now because I'm just like, oh, I can feel myself getting turned on. My clit's starting to throb. Oh, I love tall men. God, I do. I really do. Anyway, okay, off that. She asked if he could come to my house. I'm like, oh my God, I... Like where we basically, it was presumptuous. It was during our conversation before, right after I kind of mentioned, you know, like, well, gosh, you really, this, you look a little different than your pictures. And he's like, yeah. (laughs) Then, and then at some point, maybe about five minutes later, after some little small talky chit chat, then it's like, well, can I ask me if I can host? And can you come to my house? I'm like, we aren't, you know, I'm like, no, I cannot. I don't host. I don't have guys that I don't know, just coming on over. That's not how it works. But then the worst part, here's the cherry on top of this little non-sexual shit Sunday. He asked me, so when we're done, when we're done, he says, ask me how I wanted to handle the bill. Or no, well, you know, the bill comes, it's sitting there by kind of in the middle between the two of us. We're sitting at like a two top table and he kind of puts his hand on it and says, you know, like picks it up and kind of like, so how did you want to handle this? And I was just like, Oh, you can handle it. Go ahead. <laughs> like, fucker, are you asking me if I want to split the bill? Oh, no, sweetheart, you've got this. Trust me, you've got this. You're good. You're good. Whip that credit card out, that cash or whatever. I am not paying to be catfished. <laughs> to be for the bait and switch, for the, you're paying for the catfishing, you're paying for the gargoyle feet, you're paying for the height differential. It's all on you. You did just fine getting me here under false pretenses. You can go ahead and put that whatever it was. I mean, it couldn't even have been 30 bucks. I, I got a salad. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't order the I didn't order the salmon or something, you know, like I didn't order anything it was eighteen dollars. It was like a ten dollar salad or something like that. Mixed greens. <laughs> I'm like, you got this. Don't worry, honey, you got this. It's all on you. Yep, there you go, sweetheart. Anyway, so that was my uh that's my cautionary tale. I hope everybody enjoys learning from me and watching me hang my ass out there and take it on the chin. <laughs> This stuff happens. It's not always. Uh, it's not always perfect. It's not always blue skies, smooth sailing for the curious girl. I'm out there in the trenches. I go through dating sucks. Let me just tell you, dating and just this process that I have to do is not the prospecting is not my favorite. It's work. It's like a machine. You just got to turn the wheel, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. Every once in a while, and usually, you know, and usually people are very nice. It doesn't happen, but every once in a while, it does. And I just go. Oh, so I guess I should be glad. It's not a. It's not an everyday occurrence. Not very common, but it's part of it. And I know that whether you're, I know this is just something everybody can relate to, right? Whether or not you're dating, whether or not you're looking for casual stuff like me, friends with benefits, or you're looking for, you know, actual 
husbands or wives or how serious you are about it, you're going to run into this. You're going to have to kiss a lot of frogs. And it's a numbers game. And so I just kind of feel like, well, at the end of the day, I look at it like, well, I, there we go. Every once in a while, I get the goose egg and I just got the goose egg and it'll probably be an, a while before I get another one. So that's usually how it runs. You get one thrown in there. You get a grenade. <laughs> I got grenaded. I got blown up, but I've picked myself up, dusted myself off, and I'm moving forward. This is still going to be a very fun year, guys. Not giving up. No, no, no. Never say die. That's that's not the curious girl way. So, all right, everyone. Well, I want to thank you for listening. You guys are just the best. I love you so much. And don't forget, if you have any questions for Eric that you want me to ask, this, is, this guy is like, a true professional, a true gentleman. If you also listen to my porn review episode, I mean, I watched a bunch of his porn. Amazing. He's a good lover. Oh my God, he is good. I'm watching him and I'm like, this is all the stuff I've been complaining about not ever seeing. Guy's not doing. Like, why don't you see this in porn? He's doing it. He's going down on her. He's rubbing her clit. Like, this is a mainstay for him. And he does a lot of anal sex too. I gotta, I'm, I've got got to get into that. We did not cover that on our first call, but definitely... I'm getting to that for sure. He seems to be kind of like the anal king. I got to find out how, how do you find your niche? Like, does is it just be, does some producer one day say to you, hey, okay, you're going to be the anal guy? I don't know. If I was cast in a porn, this is a good question. If I was cast in a porn, what would some producer look at me and say you're going to be known for? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> This is interesting. I'll have to think about it. Yeah, but I'll ask Eric about that. What is this how it goes? I just have so many questions for him. I don't even know how I'm going to keep it to two episodes because we have to talk about his book and we also have to talk about his class. And I'm just so selfish. I just want to know all this stuff. There's so much to ask him. So anyway, guys, don't be shy. If you have questions for him, you can email me, curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com or you know, my favorite, leave me a voicemail. I always love hearing from you. I've got some great voicemails I'm getting back to today. I've already kind of listened to them a few times. I didn't get a chance to answer everybody, but I'm doing that today. I usually sit down, usually on a Monday or Friday and uh, start going through and getting back to people. So if you haven't heard a response from me lately, it's coming. I'm pretty much caught up. It's These are probably be last week's if you don't have a response yet. It's coming. All right. Love you guys. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Everyone stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.